Welcome to Parental Advisory. I'm Niels. And I'm Marisa. And we are a real married couple that talks about real life with real kids, and it is real fun. Real fun. Thanks for joining us today, and let's get at it. Mm-hmm. message some of the content and language in this podcast is not suitable for young children so give them a tablet hello welcome back welcome thanks for joining us today as the title would say does marriage have has marriage become a coin flip i don't know i hope not it's kind of that way Statistics do point that... That direction. Yeah. But before we get into that, any any big things happen recently in the world of, of mm. tiny child rearing? Tiny child rearing? Um, it's pretty good. Keeping busy. Um, I did get a new job, a part-time job on the weekends. That's been awesome. I am now at more weddings than I ever thought I would attend, which is really great because I think I've always complained that I didn't get to go to enough weddings in my youth so now I get to see all these beautiful young fresh and in love couples commit themselves to each other on a weekly basis and spend a lot of money doing it in front of all their best friends and parents friends that they want to impress and it's all right that weddings do make you a little more frisky they do (laughs) it is it's like watching a uh, romantic comedy every week or you're inspired by all the, like this new awakening of all these like relationships. It reminds me every I can't help but every single time watching a couple get married, it makes me look back at my wedding day and I have absolutely well actually I was going to say I have no regrets. The only regret I have is my hair. It was terrible. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> it was the one hairstyle. The one I was hairstyle. Like, I, I, I don't really he care hated about, I don't even I care it. about hair really except for that one hairstyle and I was like you know, I just really don't like it when you... And I totally did it. He would have loved it if I just Sinead O'Connored it, I yeah, mean, to be honest. So anyway, uh, that's the only thing I would have changed. But other than that, I think we did everything perfectly, to, I don't know, to for, our, us. for us. It was our taste. It was our Yeah, wedding. we did, we did really it well. just, to, just for us and not to impress anybody else. We said, hey, this is what we're doing. We're doing it our way. And if you want to come, here's the ferry time. Hop on the ferry and meet us on the island. So that was awesome. And that was rad. So but anyway, anyway, back to your, yes. your going going to work. So as I was as I was saying, I am at a lot of weddings every week and I do love it gets me emotional. I guess I'm pretty empathetic. I don't know. I feel what they feel when they're getting married. And I see all this young love sprouting and I think about you know how they feel that day and how I felt that day. And Niels and I have been married for mm, 11 and a half years. And we've had our moments or difficulties, but um, it still feels pretty young and pretty fun. And we like each other a lot still. Yeah, we still have fun together. Right. And we still have a lot of fun in the bedroom together, which is great. We do that too. That's important. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, and it's, it's, com- it's, it's, Go good, it's good having you out of the house doing, you know, different things that are giving you human interaction instead of, you know, child interaction. Yeah. And it gives me more time because I'm with the kids a lot more. Yeah. Um, solo, which 
I enjoy, and they are really good kids. Yeah, it's fun, fulfilling. I do like to work. Um, but we always end up talking about marriage. I think a lot of my coworkers and I, in the back, we have a free time in between, serving at these amazing weddings, by the way. They're all top-notch. Um, a lot of my coworkers are single, divorced, um, very few are married. So it makes me think about all these beautiful couples, like I said, and how at this day and age, we're at about, what are we, what are our statistics with marriage? It's 50, 50 of all married people in the U S are divorced in 10 years or less. It is basically a coin flip. So I don't know. It made me reven. It made me think about all these beautiful couples, like I said, and that half of these people are going to probably be divorced in less than ten years. That's pretty sad. Not to mention a lot of money wasted, right? Oh my right? gosh, a lot of money wasted. <laughs> and Way so too I much. right and people. Oh, since we're in the back talking about our marriage, our marriages, or relationships. People tend to ask me all the time, you know, Marissa, you talk about your husband, you talk about your marriage, you seem like a really happy person. You know, how are you still so happy and how has your marriage been successful even after four children? So Niels and I were thinking about that just recently. How How is that? How did that happen? Um, I think, well, right off the gate, uh, right out the gate, I think we had like recreational fun together. Outside of just like intimate, you know, but like basically we, we were homies we before. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you you would play poker with you know for poker night you know, with guys, and you can you right. know I can take you out and dress you up, or you know I can catch a, a football a, with him, have a you know football game and a scotch, whatever. Smoke <laughs> but, cigars. We've done it all. We've, yeah. we've played football with these. We've caught the you know caught the the football yeah smoke cigars in the patio yeah had some good scotch i think played poker yeah I, i'm 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 a kind of a tomboy kind of a tomboy with a with a with a girly little edge i do like to put on my lipstick mm-hmm. so. so so that's the part i think at the beginning of any relationship we have fun together you have to, yeah you have to actually have fun together you have to be committed to you know choosing to be together and not just it's an everyday you know, going through thing the motions. yeah um, and at the end of the day, I think it's having fun and having a sense of humor and, um, being patient and being committed and being with someone who you still want to be with when things aren't that exciting or things are terrible or you're doing absolutely nothing. Who's that one person that you want to have with you next to you? If you have to have someone next to you and you're doing absolutely nothing, or if you're going through hard person? times, it's like you want somebody that's going to lift you up, not somebody that's going to tear you down. You want to have that right. um, that focus, uh, focus on the positivity. The focus on the positivity? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so, no, I like yeah, it. Stay, keep it like so that. So focus on positive and you're going to end up enjoying each other more. Um, I also think supporting each other. I think the too often we get kind of um, jealous well jealous but also we get stuck in the a route of you know doing the male duties and doing the women duties oh the role the roles we get stuck Falling into our into gender role. roles oh yeah big one big one yeah and so i think there are a lot of um men and women still out there that you know maybe don't believe that those other roles are their responsibility or what have you and i think 
um, just being a, being open to supporting on both ends of that right, right. Is, is really uh, beneficial. That's true. Niels does um, do a lot of those things. He is, obviously, he is great in the kitchen because he went to culinary school, but he is great with the kids. And I can fix stuff, too. Like, I can lift heavy things. I can, you know, I've fixed many things in my life. So we don't really stick to the whole specific ideas of what a man and a woman are supposed to do. We And supporting in either yeah. one of those right. um, is, I mean, what, what was it that we heard? Uh, a, a husband doing housework. Oh, is, that's ooh, is, yeah. Is like porn for the wife. That is that is porn. <laughs> that is like that is yes. That that will get I, that gets me going. I swear to you. When I have a long shift, come home, my feet are hurting, and my kitchen is clean. Oh my god, that is like the hottest thing ever. I don't care. Nothing nothing compares to having a clean kitchen. The kids are fed. The kitchen's oh, clean, and the kids are asleep. Mama is happy. Yeah, he almost he almost always gets late after that. <laughs> <laughs> I know the ma- I know the magic sauce. He does. The, o- the other the other side of that is you know not just the kitchen but um, a simple step of forwarding the rotation in the laundry is also household task you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, just like do- rotating laundry when you wake up or you know any any time throughout the day when you're going. Ours is in the garage, so when you go through the garage, peek over and if if you work on just forwarding that laundry any of those things it's just a, a gesture that unites us i feel like one you where, do one where, and you, I do the where other you don't feel like you're doing it all by yourself or wh- whatever which can create resentment when you feel like you're doing it all yourself yeah when you feel like it's not an equal um trade yeah uh that's definitely lady porn gentlemen so make sure you if you can, as soon as you get home, check that dishwasher, check that trash, and check the laundry. Those three things, if you can get one of those done, you're probably, and you have just increased your chances of of getting laid by like, probably 50%. Like, totally. It helps. Position yourself so that she actually sees you doing it as well. Oh, you know, he probably waits around. <laughs> he probably waits in the laundry room. He's probably in there for 30 minutes watching football highlights. And then as soon as I he hears the door crack, he probably turns it off, <laughs> opens that <laughs> watching machine. You got hidden cameras? <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. It's just my guess. Just my guess. <laughs> it's very convenient. Yeah. It's no, all about timing, gentlemen. Yeah. All about Anyway. Timing. Yeah. So help your help each other. Oh, that's out of control. Don't fall into your don't fall into your specific ideas of what like your gender roles. Right. Yeah. And, and also be mindful if you are in a relationship and you have, you know, long-standing couple friends, just a fun fact out there that if you have a close couple friend that gets divorced, that increases your chance of divorce up to 75% chance. That's nuts to me. Just from having a close uh, married couple uh, friend get and why is it do you think that I, I bet but if you're if you were married friends i would bet couple it's, friends it's, right? if you're a couple friends I, I would bet that it's because you know the wife's talking smack on the the ex-wife is talking smack on the ex-husband the ex-husband's talking smack on the ex-wife the married couple are still friends they side they see the viewpoints then they then the guys get they, together on their own on the on the side and then, then the single then the ladies get, get together on their, their own, own they're talking smack and, and the husband's probably the married man yeah. not the not the not the one who's de, uh, divorcee right. 
is probably seeing his buddy who's getting a divorce having the time of his life and is probably thinking sleeping that's pretty with, interesting. Sl- sleep, sleeping with women that are 10 years younger exactly. than him. Exactly. I could see how that can be appealing to the the married people and the, and, and vice versa, you know, the woman and that's all seeing her girlfriend have a little more freedom, right? Yeah. And and independence. Um, just, just be aware of that, you know? Yeah, just be mindful. If you are, uh, if you do you have, have friends going friends. through something yeah. like that, you know, it's it's something that, you know, being supportive but not letting them enroll you in, in the negativity. And in general in life, you know, when you're surrounding yourself with <clears throat> negativity, it's going to bring negativity into your world. Right. You know, a majority of everything in this world is is based off energy and you just, so get you, away from the the yeah. nasty negative stuff yeah like keep that out of your out of your life exactly it doesn't it doesn't concern us right that's the truth mm-hmm. um and like you said energy and positive energy right yeah so that's important and and one thing i wanted to comment on was i've experienced you know couples that um have the negativity in there you know and it's always negativity how so uh in in being disrespectful you know to each other being, or being, in front of their yeah to each other um you know whether that's being emasculating mm, or whether that's being uh like you know uh verbally like abusive or disrespectful and they might even think know. that's funny or cute to jab at each other but really it's not no it's 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 at the end of the day it's it's a recipe for disaster right and you're not going to, A, chances are you won't sustain that relationship, but um, B, if you do, it's, because, you feel you're, crappy all the it's time. because you're so damn stubborn, you're going to stick it out till the end. Right, but either way, no one wins, right? Yeah, then there's you're, nobody winning. Because then you're feeling like crap because you're the person's cutting you down, or you're just being stubborn and you're stuck with someone that you don't like who treats you like crap. And so. you're probably not having much sex. And God, FYI, that's... that's like on the top five. Which leads to infidelity, right? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a vicious. No, but it's one of the top five things that old people say they wish they would have had more of. Oh, yeah. You had this. Yeah. He says this quite often. Uh, what's the? He said, Marissa, I, I don't know. You read it or I saw it somewhere. And, and they took a survey of all these people, these senior people who, you know, we're in the golden years of life, and what are the things that they reflected on that they wish they would have done more? And I think they they wish they would have worked work less. Three more things, right? Three things. It was like work less, spend more time with their family, and have more sex. The three things. And married people have more more sex statistically. statistically. Could you believe that? You would think that your single friends, right, who are out there playing the field, playing the field, going to the bars, you know, supposedly traveling the world and having a good time, or having more sex. No, that's not true. People who put a ring on it are getting it more um, on a con- on a regular basis. So it may it may may not be as uh, spontaneous and weird, but <laughs> <laughs> make sure it's good, you, people. You, you make may, sure it's you good. You may not have to make as many trips to the, uh, the clinic. <laughs> the free clinic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's nice. That you don't have to worry about that either. So that's good. Yeah, and there's something to be said for. Um, Keeping it spicy. If, in, yeah, if you're married, bedroom. if you're married people, make it fun at least. And, and it doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you. It's a it's a good healthy thing. A good healthy sex life is really important to a marriage. Go to Amazon and order. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Mesh, okay. Family order, might be listening. Order a mesh. Uh, bo- okay. Body suit. No. 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 <laughs> Honey. And try it out. I'm just gonna make sure my parents are not listening to this one. <laughs> 
That's all hypothetical, people. Yeah, it, totally it, just, hypothetical. But it is true. You do need to work on those things, and you need to get out of your comfort zone most times. And I have, and that has been really good for me, being a very um, kind of prudish. Not prudish. No, I wouldn't say prudish, but pretty quiet on that and that aspect. So I think it's really, really healthy for relationships. So if you can work on that, that is great because us married people, like I said, we're doing it, doing it, doing it right. Um, what else? Let's see. Adding, adding in there. Of course. On, let's the, add topic, in there on the topic of sex. He likes talking about this stuff. People. <laughs> it's always good to have like a, a little exchange of, you know, maybe, maybe you're, uh, less adventurous in the bedroom than you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to have kind of a, a little exchange of knowledge and share, like, even if it's just written down, but you know, what you're. What kind of your fantasies or your... Um... That's an interesting conversation the first time, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just... You're like, what are we talking here? Um, but it is important. So I think it's very important, you know, to because a, a lot of times that is uh, a reason that, you know... A marriage a fails. Marriage fails. Lack of intimacy, it, I think they... I well, think it's lack like... of intimacy, but also um, bored, being bored, you know, having the boredom. Oh, but I also think that lack of lack of sex also means you feel probably unattractive or unwanted, and that's something that atta- affects your self confidence. Yeah, definitely. If you don't think that your spouse wants to be with you intimately, it might start to make you look at yourself and think, "Well, do they think I'm attractive? Do they still like me?" And then that helps that you start analyzing yourself and really affects your self confidence when it might not be that at all, but. It, it, it definitely helps with a, a much healthier sense of self and confidence, you know, when you feel beautiful and feel wanted, so, or attract handsome. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'll tell you straight up, from a male perspective, I'm serious. My eyes are wide right now, I'm just drawing <laughs> from, a picture From here. a male perspective, like, we think about sex all the time. I know. I think that's like one out of two thoughts that I have every <sighs> second. And <laughs> <laughs> the, like, when it, I don't, I don't know how, how men go for like extended periods of time. Like I've got friends that, you know, they're like, Oh, like once or twice a month. I'm like, I would, I would die. It'd explode. I would explode. And, um, not just physically, but like my mind, I can't think about anything like, I'm completely, right, so then, my, completely clouded over I think in, I'm, in thought process. I think I'm picking up what you're you're alluding to. No, I don't. Oh no, you're not. Okay. What well, what was I alluding to? Oh, lack, stop reading my mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how lack of intimacy, lack of sex can lead to infidelity. Well, when obviously. when you're clouded with, that's all you can think of, and you're not getting it at all. Yeah, and that's another show, probably though. And just like it. You you know you think about it at, in everywhere you look every at every right. turn. So so you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to deprive your man or a woman or your woman or what have you. Yeah, we, I, we even yeah. know married couples where it's the woman that's you know feeling like she's star. Not either. <laughs> He's like what? Are okay. You star? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, so that's Push another. <laughs> okay, so so um, let's. We have this little this little circle here. Oh yeah. That talks about 
how to also keep that healthy relationship and 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 how um it's it's, it's kind of how like, things are how interrelated in a relationship oh, sure. men complain that some men um have you know complain their wives nag them too much to do things in the house right mm -hmm. and are not having enough sex and so um, one simple thing we can go back to is helping out in the house, which leads to a much more happy, relaxed wife, which leads to less, less nagging. nagging. And leads back to more sex. Exactly. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, try to keep the, uh, you know, like the old uh, saying goes, happy wife, happy life. Right. And well, they ultimately want to be a, well, most, okay, some women, <laughs> mm. I don't want to be exclusive here, but some women <clears throat> appreciate being appreciated mm -hmm. as well as Talk being dirty, babe. supported. <gasps> as well as when you make them go, oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I but, just lost my train of thought. Uh, but those things are very important. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. And also open dialogue. I think, um, well, in the beginning of our relationship, I don't think I came from a family of open communicators. So I tended to take things very personally in the beginning. I still do, though. It's kind of a, a reflex that I've built in to everything that he would say. felt like a critique on myself as a person, personality, or possibly the way I looked. And that just comes stems from my own issues with my own self-esteem and we established at the beginning of our relationship that if we were going to do this and stay together forever and commit ourselves that we had to have an open dialogue um, in our relationship but that meant sometimes we were going to hurt each other but as long as at the beginning of everything we established that is never our intent to ever hurt the other person then we'd be okay even if what we said hurt that person it's not that we intended to it's that maybe they need to hear the truth so and that's one thing Niels and I established in the beginning that there's trust. And even when something hurts you, it's not that they're, your spouse is trying to hurt you. It's that they're the only person that's going to tell you the truth. And so, I mean, that's, that's yeah, across the board. Tip Don't tiptoe around things. Yeah, tiptoeing around things and, you know. A safe line of communication and, and respect, mutual respect. Yeah. Um, you know, we hear couples... Yeah, um, you know, you're a bastard. You're a, you're a bitch. You know, say these horrible things to each other, right? Those are the G-rated versions. Yeah, <laughs> the F bomb. Yeah, you know things like that, and you know maybe it works for other people, but that does not. That's not kosher in our relationship. Well, and it's, Niels it's is never. Energy. It's negative energy, and we've never. I can tell you, he has never ever once called me any of those things. I think playfully I may have. Okay, maybe playfully, <laughs> but never in, ser you know, in, in a serious way because we established that from the beginning, and I think that that's important that if you're not married yet or if you're with someone, that you take the time to talk about um, things like that, like that you're going to communicate with each other and that you're not going to tiptoe around some of the uncomfortable things. Or, and that you're not, if, and primarily establish that even when you say things that hurt that person, that you are honestly never, ever, ever, ever going to come from a place of malice, that you're never going to hurt that person. It's not your intention. Right. So I think, I think that you, you're really good about not getting 
upset about I any. I don't express my malice. No, you, he is not, he's not, you know, I can say anything to him and it might even be hurtful. I might be catty because, you know, honestly, I'm not, I'm not perfect and I can be emotional, but she you're really. a very quick tongue. I have a quick tongue. And like I said, it's like She's a, a twin, reflex. So they had to have quick tongue. Oh, stop. Well, okay, maybe. But, he, and I have that reflex and Niels is really good about just taking it in and, and listening where it's coming from. And sometimes he can say, well, you know, I, I know where you're coming from here and you're just, you know trying to hurt my feelings and it's hard for me to admit it but it's true so if you can establish that relationship that kind of communication that's important so that's another thing yeah setting little groundworks there ultimately being prepared being prepared for the ugly stuff basically and i think uh i think one of the other big conversations we had at the beginning is um you know you come from a a background of a very long uh, uh, relationship, you know, parents have are like, 48 years. My 48 parents just years. celebrated yeah, 48 so, years together. So you come from that context. I come from the opposite context of divorce, but I, <clears throat> I come from the, the belief that I, that marriage is forever. And so I think that we communicated that from the beginning and we, there was no wishy-washiness about we, being married. And we are very authentic in what we say and very um, committed to our words and being integrous in those. Right. We have, yeah, that, that is another thing, too, is being a, a person of your word. That's true. Yeah. We knew exactly from the beginning that we were in it for life. Yeah. If you put your honest, you know, your real self out there for that person... You never have to act a day in your life, and it doesn't get exhausting having to feel like you're putting on a show. Right. So if you're in a relationship, just be your most authentic self, and when they love you regardless, it's you just get to be yourself every single day, and someone loves you no matter what. But when you go into a relationship and you are trying to be perfect, trying to be this, trying to be that for that other person, eventually... Putting makeup on before they wake up. Right, eventually... <laughs> Okay, I did that a couple times in the beginning of our, our dating. But it becomes exhausting. You can't keep up the charade anymore. And that goes for men and for women. So if you can establish your most authentic, real self in the beginning, you don't get tired with that person. And they love you in your most raw state. So authenticity first, always. That's, good. That's the uh, recipe for success in anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. You like me with no stuff. makeup on and pajamas and, you know, his t-shirt. And I don't have to act. He likes me when I'm all made up too, though, you know. And uh, I don't ever have to feel like I have to be anything for him. And that is so comforting. Remember that day when I came in and I was like, oh, what are y'all dressed up for? And you were just wearing like a shirt and yoga pants or something like that. Oh, that's when I knew I had to amp up my game. <laughs> okay, so after four kids... So in the beginning of our relationship, I thought I, I, thought was, I was being nice. FYI, I thought I was being nice. <laughs> I was like a slap in the <laughs> ovaries. Um, yeah, no. After four kids, I mean, so I, ha I must say I slacked off after after a while, and I was kind of you know the same routine, no makeup, hair up, which is fine, you know, whatever. Right. Be your real self. Yeah. But I, he was, you know, I used to do the whole because I like feeling like girly and fun, and if that doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. But it made me feel good. But I, I had kind of been letting things fall to the wayside for a while. And, yeah, I, he comes home. I think I might have had a little bit of BB cream and maybe some chapstick. My hair was in a very, like, neat 
messy bun. <laughs> I had yoga pants on and a very clean t-shirt, and he asked me why I was so dressed up. Oh my god, that hurt I don't my think ego. I, said, I don't think I said why are you all dressed up. I, I think I said, oh, what are you dressed up for? What are you dressed up for? And yeah. I was like, um, I'm wearing my yoga pants from Old Navy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not dressed up. My my doofus. <laughs> he really, so. he honestly, and like I said, he was not trying to like under, you know, cut me or not, you know what I mean? Like, take, yeah. you know, like try and hurt my feelings. It was him being really authentic and honest, but that made me reflect and go, okay, um, this is not definitely not how I want to be perceived as put together. Um, so that was interesting. That's funny. That's a little side story there. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, when yoga pants are your are your dressed up attire, you might need to up your game just a bit. Yeah, it's North County. But he likes me in that. Yeah, it is North County. Yoga pants are great. Yeah. Everybody likes yoga pants. Everybody's winning. Everybody is winning. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's all we have for you today. Just you, a little brief conversation. I don't know if you're married or if you're single. Or, or if you're thinking about getting thinking married. about getting married. Or maybe you're just with somebody for a long time and marriage isn't really the answer. But you have kids together and whatever. Uh, marriage is just a, 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 a title. But your relationship can be whatever you want it to be. Right. And we're just trying to... Uh... Just try to share for, with you. Root for the home team. Yeah, just share with you how it's worked for us and how it's still working for us. Every day is a constant, constant work in progress. But these are just some little nuggets of, on how we're, how we how we do this every day, and how we still maintain a positive attitude. How we still like each other. How we're still attracted after almost to each other after almost twelve years. She doesn't swap me too often when I oh, grab her butt. Duh. Anyway. So just maybe keep, one out of three. Just keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. All right. Thanks for uh, joining Thanks us. Thanks for listening. And hope you enjoyed our little pillow talk here. Mm-hmm. And talk we to you will soon. see you on the next one. All right. Peace out. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to another episode of the parental advisory podcast if you like what you're listening to please like us and share us leave a review on itunes thanks so much thanks